Well, welcome back to another episode of the Daily Dose of Grace. And I see we our intro got a little shorter, maybe cut down on some of the issues we were having yesterday. Uh, but as people are logging on, remember to like and to share and to let everyone know uh, that we're on live today. A little bit later in the morning than I had anticipated, but you know, time gets away from you. Things happen. It's part of life. And again, for those of you that are watching later on, um, whether you're watching it on demand later or whenever you come across the the podcast, uh, go ahead and like and share and all that fun stuff. Again, if you have anything you'd like us to talk about, let me know, and uh, we'll we'll try to get to that topic. And today is something that somebody had suggested: uh, the idea of God still speaking. You know, does God still speak? And we absolutely believe that he does. And before we get into it, I'm Pastor Nathan Hurst. If I haven't had a chance to connect with you, I pastor Grace Family Church here in the heartland of the United States in Davenport, Iowa, uh, where we started the church, oh man, almost eight years ago now, right at eight years ago now. And uh, God has just done some great things in the church over the last couple of years. So today's topic, simple idea, God still speaks, man. We know he's speaking to us. We know even in the clash of cultures that we're experiencing, uh, we know that even with the landscape and the um, the pandemic and the landscape of our of our of our uh, culture and all the things that we're seeing, that God is still speaking. In fact, God's speaking so loudly to some people uh, that we're seeing them take bold moves of action, go into their communities, and really have an impact. In fact, we've seen people in some of the communities devastated by. COVID and the lockdowns and some of the draconian measures, we're actually seeing people go into some of those areas and see, well, sparks of revival. So I believe more than anything right now, we need to take faith in the idea that God is still speaking. But the question is, if God's still speaking, one, how does he speak and where where do we turn to, right? Where do we turn to first and foremost to hear God's voice? Well, there's. I'm going to give you three ideas today. Um, I, I would say one is very the, the prominent place that we need to look. And, and two, uh, you know, I think are things that develop over time. And as we grow comfortable in hearing God's voice, we can hear it in a few different ways. So the first one that I think is, is incredibly important is obviously God speaks through his word, right? We know God's still speaking, but we know one of the primary places that he speaks to us is through his word. When God wants to deliver a message to his people, he genuinely, generally uses the word of God. John uh, chapter six, in verse 63, uh, and it says, the words, or the the Greek translation for words, the rhema words, the living words that I speak are spirit and they are life. That Jesus's words, the words of the Bible, the words that we have inspired of God, they're not just words written on a page. They're, they're literally spirit. The spirit of God comes through them and they are life. They're literal life to our bodies. Right? So we have to pull back a little bit and recognize why the Bible's so important. The Bible's not just a collection of stories that we try to live by here and there. The Bible's not just a collection of good ideas and good philosophy uh, that will help our world if we attend to them. No. Scripture, the actual words that Jesus spoke that were written down and that the, the Bible writers wrote down, the translators connected with, the actual words are spirit and their life, meaning that there's a presence of the Holy Spirit spirit 
in the words themselves, and there's life that comes from these words. There's literal life. There's the literal life of God. So I want to encourage you, man, when you're thinking about, okay, how does, how does this work for me? How does this work for my life? We've got to understand that these words, these words of the scripture, they are spirit and they are life, that they're real, that they're honest, that they're true, that these words are something that we can go back to and reference and know that God's spirit is in them. And that when we read the words, we're not just reading empty words on a page. Oh, there's my phone going off again. They're not, we're not just reading empty words on a page, but we're actually reading the very spirit breath words, life of God. So God speaks. And I would say, first, we learn to hear his word, or we learn to hear his voice through his word. And so the next thing I want to talk about there is is something we probably don't think about as much, but it's also very important. God speaks through people. Right. So first Peter chapter four and verse 11 says that if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracle of God, that there's a communication that we have with each other as believers. There's a there's a communication that we have with each other as devoted Christ followers that as we get to know the person of God, and as we know his voice through the scripture, as we're confident in knowing what Jesus is teaching, what the Holy Spirit is moving in our hearts and the hearts of others, as we know the oracles of God, as we call it sometimes, a kind of big word to say, this is the, the mandate from God, from heaven, as we know these things in our heart and our mind, that we are confident enough, we are confident enough to actually activate them in our life. We're confident enough to activate them to the level that we can speak on behalf of God to others, and that we can also be hearing the voice of God through others in a trusted way. Now, this does not always come out in this high-end, you know, uh, you know, speaking in tongues, Shonda Rhonda, who stole my Honda moment. Most of the time it comes in very casual, very real conversations where we back up and we allow the Holy Spirit to move in our conversation and God moves in such a way that it touches the heart of the person that we're speaking to, or we're the one being spoken to, we're the one being ministered to, and our guard is down, our heart is open, and we allow the Holy Spirit to speak through the individual. We allow the Holy Spirit to speak through the individual who God has placed in our life to speak something into our life. So God definitely speaks, one, primarily through his word right? Then he speaks, and this is my humble opinion. If you don't like it, that's fine. You know, give me some resources otherwise that you think I'm wrong. But I think God secondarily speaks through his people. Some of the most important times when I was hearing God's voice in my life was because God was speaking through other individuals, where God was saying, listen, I've got something to say. I want to communicate it to you in a way that you're not going to lose heart. You're not going to lose grasp of what I'm trying to bring across. And I want to do that through another person because you need a human to human contact. You need a face to face contact with someone else to know that I am God, that I am speaking and that this is my direction for your life. So I want to encourage you, man, once you've once you dive into the Bible and you know, obviously God speaks to scripture that the next phase is start to listen and to learn to hear his voice in others, 
And again, if someone wants to manipulate it and say, well, you know, thus saith the Lord bless God, this is the direction for your life, man, just ignore that stuff. But when we know we have trusted voices in our life and God is speaking through them, our heart needs to be softened enough to hear that he is speaking, that he's still speaking, and sometimes through other people. And sometimes it's not what we want to hear. Just going to be really honest with you. You know, uh, Lori and I were at a conference this year and a gentleman who we very tr much trust and admire uh, spoke a word of God over us. He really spoke to our heart and to the season of life that we're in. And I'll be honest, what he said wasn't exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for something totally different. And he spoke to a real issue in our life. He spoke to something that we've been praying about. And he, through the voice of God, being trusted as the voice, as a voice of God, was able to speak into our life. And that helped set our path. And that's helped set us up for where we're going in the future. Now, it doesn't mean that we we changed our focus. It doesn't mean we changed our goal. It just means that we had to be open enough to hear the voice of God through other people. And I think it's something sometimes Christians get a little scared of, right? Because other people can miss it and goof up. Now, you've got to know in your own heart, and you've got to know the Word of God well enough to know that He speaks primarily there first. And then secondarily, He starts to speak through other people. The next one here. And again, if you're on the chats, go ahead and let me know that you're there. Uh, if not, that's cool too. Um, but the next one there uh, that's very important is God speaks through his voice, right? So we have him speaking through his word, through the voice of others, and then he speaks through his voice. Now there's some references there. So there's Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8, God speaking through his own voice to Adam and Eve. Uh, Exodus chapter 3 uh, verses 4 and 6, and God speaking to Moses. Exodus chapter 20 uh, verses 1 through 22, God speaking to his people. Uh, Acts chapter 9 uh, verse 3 through 7, God speaking about his son and the audience hears the audible voice of God, that they hear the thunderous voice of God. Uh, Jenny Nunn, good to see you there. Uh, yeah, but God speaks through his people. God speaks through his word. And don't discount the actual voice of God. I think sometimes we're, we're, we're so busy waiting to hear the voice of God, and we're, we're trying to really get an idea, okay, where God, where are you leading me? And so we have the word of God that speaks to us. We have trusted voices who we know hear from the Holy Spirit. We know they're motivated by good of the gospel and good of the scripture, and they speak into our life. And then we sit back, and then all of a sudden we have this impression, and we have this this the almost like audible voice. I can't, I can't say that it's like this thunderous voice that our ears hear, but it's this knowing, right? That we know God is speaking. And sometimes he does burst through the clouds and speak. That's not necessarily the point. The point is that God will speak to us directly as well. And at times we want to go to step three and we haven't really trusted the other steps, right? So we want to go to step three where we're hearing this audible voice of God because we think it's this holy moment. Generally, God uses that to arrest our hearts, cause everything to pause and stop so that we really get focused and trained. Where if we would just be, well, if we would just be honest with ourselves in the beginning, we would learn that where we need to start, where we need to start this whole process is with the word. 
dive into the word. Then we go to trusted voices. And some of those other voices might not necessarily be someone in your life. It might be a devotional that you're, that you're reading. It might be a, a book that you're reading. And something jumps off the page in relation to what God is speaking and in relation to his word. And he speaks through the words of someone else. It could even be a program that you're listening to, a podcast or a sermon that you're listening to. And God speaks through the speaker and it arrests your heart. God speaks through other people. And then he moves on us to a place where he is able to speak almost this audible voice. Why? Because he's watched that development of the soul through hearing God at his word, taking him at his word, knowing that that Bible, that, that those, those pages that we read, that they're not just antiquated stories, but they're truth and they're honest. And then moving into an, an arena where we're trusting other voices to speak and to be oracles of God, to have the voice of God. And then we get to this place where we settle in and God speaks so directly to our heart. In my, in my personal opinion, this is a process of God still speaking, that he uses these steps to speak to our lives and, and to really bring about fresh revelation and, and what we call the rhema word, this living word that really sits in our hearts. Now, the, the hard part is we've, we've got to understand what voices we're listening to. We've got to understand where we're getting our info from, where we're getting fed from. Uh, recently, a gentleman who, who I very much respect and uh, I think he's a good man at heart, um, basically challenged the idea uh, that, that the Western world and, and the rest of the world should prescribe to uh, the traditional view of marriage, you know, a man and a woman in marriage and their children, and that, that maybe we should just do away with that idea. And this man calls himself a Christian. And he stated, he stated all kinds of different facts and figures and papers and, and all these different things. And, and unfortunately, not one of those papers and not one of those articles had anything to do with a covenant concept that we find in scripture. Now, I don't think he was trying to say that, that God's way isn't the best way, but I do think he was trying to find a way to say, let's appease culture. And when God speaks, let me help you out, whether it's through his word, whether God's speaking to you and you're hearing his voice through the trusted voice of others, or whether God's speaking to you directly, audibly, you're hearing, you're feeling, you're sensing, you're knowing his voice. Whenever he does that, it's going to be countercultural. Every time God speaks, it's not going to be something that appeases our flesh or appeases culture. It's not going to be something that, that appeases the, the landscape that we're living in. When God speaks, it's going to be incredibly, radically countercultural. And I think for many of us, one of the reasons we have a difficulty hearing God's voice, whether it's through his word, whether it's through the trusted voices of others, whether it's the audible voice of God, the knowing voice of God and the Holy Spirit, one of the reasons I think we have a hard time hearing is because we live in a society where if it is counterculture, it's automatically dismissed, right? If we go against the grain, if we go against the mob, if we go against the crowd, it's like automatically dismissed. You must be wrong because you're not following suit. Well, the truth of the matter is when God is speaking the most, it's usually something that pricks us very hard. I mean, I remember so definitively when the Holy Spirit spoke and said, you need to go back to the Midwest and start a church. I thought the devil is a liar. I'm going back to the Midwest. We lived in Pittsburgh at the time. We loved it. We loved every minute of it. And I know many of you have heard me joke about it. We loved being there. However, God was still moving on our heart and saying, you need to go do what I've called you to do. And in a real sense, you know, we studied the scripture. All right, God, what does it say? And we learned that, man, 
many, many times those who are called of God are called away from a place that they were, well, a place they were stagnant. They've called away, they're called away from a place that was comfortable and they're called into a place of uncertainty. And we could see that pattern developing in our life. Then we heard the trusted voices of other people, uh, good pastors who spoke into our heart and to our life, even men who we went to, who we worked for before and said, listen, we're not sure what to do with these next steps. And they even agreed with the other voices in our life. And it was like they had known each other for years speaking the same words, yet these, these individuals were totally and completely divorced from each other. They'd never met each other. And then it moved down the list, and all of a sudden, God starts speaking audibly. He starts speaking. The Holy Spirit starts speaking to our heart. The Holy Spirit starts speaking to us directly, and guess what? We knew at that point we needed to do what we were called to do. Let me help you out. Sometimes God's going to call you to do something as a speak. He's going to speak into your life and it's going to feel so countercultural. It's going to feel so far beyond what you think you're capable of. It's going to feel so far beyond what you think is rational. That's okay. Dive deeper. Start digging more out of the scripture. Start asking around, what is God speaking? Do you, do you feel him speaking on this level? And then listen and sit to hear God's voice. God still speaks. We've got to check our heart and to get in the right perspective in order for him to speak to us as directly as he intends to. So I want to encourage you today, open your heart, open your mind, start the process, dig into the word of God, find his voice, find out what he's talking about. Find out where God's voice is in the scriptures and then move on to hearing and trusting the voice of those around us, those voices that we can trust and, and that we can connect with, start hearing their voices, trusting that the Holy Spirit is moving on them. Trust those, those people in your life and then next move down to God speaking so audibly to us, so directly to us that we know his direct intention. It, it takes a little time to develop this process, but God is still speaking if we're willing to listen and invest in the process. Amen. I hope you got something out of it today. Uh, again, it's a great suggestion to talk about how God speaks and is God still speaking today. So if you have other suggestions on things I should talk about, go ahead and direct a message me. Uh, you can put those in the comments below. I'd love to connect with them. Uh, we'll have some information up here in just a second, uh, different places for you to connect with us. But we love you. Lori and I love you. Hope this is a, a good day for you and you accomplish all that God has for you. And we're just praying for your life to be thriving through COVID and in the midst of all this transition for your family to be thriving in ways that it never has before. Amen. We love you and we'll see you next time.